love this podcast, support us by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Hit the link in the episode description to support us now. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Welcome, everybody. I am back and I'm just in time for us to bid adieu for our summer break <laughs> for this half of this quarter, uh, this second third of the year's recap. It's been, it's been a, what's it called? It's been 12 episodes, so that would justify a quarter. Yeah. Okay. So the another quarter. We're probably only going to do this three times a year. So right. it's technically not a quarter, but whatever. So welcome to the second recap of 2022 where we're going to recap the last 12 episodes that we covered. Mm. Uh, I am, I'm Nicole. And I'm Rolando. And this is Remakes, Reboots, and Revivals. An original podcast. About unoriginality. And as always, we are joined by Eddie Z. Hey, everyone. And I feel like it's been a while since it's been the three of us, hasn't it? Uh, no. Didn't we just do Elvis like two weeks ago? Uh, yes. Well, last week was Obi Wan, which I was not there for, and right, yeah. some butthead Eddie wasn't there for. So about oh, three weeks ago, we did Elvis. Yeah. Yes. Last one was Elvis, right? Yeah. So it just we've been kind of all over the place this quarter because uh, we started off without Summer, you. you know? Yeah. Right. Where was I? Was you sick. had COVID. Oh, was that what? It, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. we did 12 episodes, guys. We did three TV shows we covered, eight movies, and we did one special. Our return from our spring break was the Eddie and I's mini-sode. Then we did Firestarter, which is when I found out that I had COVID. Mm. <laughs> I had a fever that whole recording, so how... How, wow. uh, how, how appropriate. Seriously, how fitting. Did you uh, finish that recording, or did you tap out, and then we had to take over? No, I, I finished it. You finished, finished it, okay. It, yeah. yeah. Um, so props to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we did Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, the Disney Chip Plus Chip original film. Right. After that, we covered Top Gun Maverick, where we mm-hmm. almost we should have had on Mackenzie for that one. An honorary. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I don't think anyone knew how we were gonna react. How the world was gonna react to that film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously. Yeah, yeah. We, which, we still we still recommend that movie. Because it's still playing in theaters, which is crazy. It's August. I'm all about that. That used to be... Remember the time where movies would play for, like, you had to wait six months before it became available to rent, so, like, it stayed in theaters for a long time? Mm -hmm. And the only way to see it was to go through a theater? This is making me remember that, because if I want to see Top Gun, I still can see it again in the theater, which is, for me, exciting for Rolando at drag. I mean, Uh, not for Top Gun. (laughs) Oh, you would see it again in the theater? Yeah, I would consider seeing that one again. Guys, this is how good this movie was. Like, Agreed. come on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next, we did The Time Traveler's Wife, which mm-hmm. was a movie, but then became an HBO television show, which uh, has sadly since been canceled. Is it so. sad? Well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm being nice. Uh, next, we did Jurassic World Dominion, which we did with Mackenzie, where we covered the entire Jurassic World Park franchise, you know, thing. Right. Uh, and Rolando was on Pretty Much Pop discussing that. I was, yes. I was a guest recently to discuss Pretty Much Pop. Yes. No, I'm sorry. To discuss, I was a guest on Pretty Much Pop to discuss, to discuss. Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. So if you want more in-depth on that, you should head on over to that. Uh, next, I solo covered Lightyear, which is appropriate if you've seen the movie since Lightyear was very much solo the whole time. It was very mm-hmm. much a stranded 
I like your kind of thing. Week so after that, that comes mm-hmm. out. I think that comes out on to Disney Plus August third, which is when we're recording today. Yes. Uh, so maybe oh, I'll be nice. checking that out this weekend. Yeah, I have it. I've cool. yet to see it. I. It's short. It's sweet, and it's like. See it and tell me what you think. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm sure you didn't listen to the episode. No. You don't know how I think. I so don't. let yeah. me know after you watch it. Yeah, it's okay. I'd like to be surprised. It's well, I didn't listen to the Queer as Folk episode, oh. which you did after that. And you right. guys had the special guest on. Yes, Mike yes. and Kyle from Gayish Podcast. Uh, yes, I do actually have to listen to that. Um, yeah, so. they were they were good. I think yeah, we had that a, was pretty good. We had a very, very nice, thoughtful conversation about Queer as Folk because I was coming in hot and critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are not film aficionados, right? Not that I would call myself that either, but I studied it. So, uh, so they were coming in as you know, just general TV watchers, and I think they made me realize that as queer audiences, this is still a net. The show itself was a net positive for queer representation. It's something that we just haven't seen before on TV, and overall, as a result, I had the conversation with them actually did make me change my opinion overall. Wow. Uh, yeah, like I think the show is flawed, but I think overall they're right. Like, this is a huge leap forward in queer representation. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're even convincing me to give it another try because uh, I couldn't finish it. So. It's it, The show itself is, uh, you know, yeah. okay. not good at times. Okay. <laughs> I'll admit that. But I think overall it is I still a... Uh, I think there's something there. There is definitely something, something there. there that, that I really... hope that they could finesse for season yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. We'll get back to that because uh, we still have a couple more episodes that we had covered that we're going to talk about. One is Father of the Bride, which Eddie was not mm-hmm. present for. So now will be a good time for him to share his thoughts if he saw the movie. Uh, after that, we covered Elvis, which was, you know, a special episode. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, fun what was one. a special? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, the special was also the mini-sode. So. Oh. Um, then we did Beavis and Butthead, Rolando and I, and we actually had a pretty good conversation. <laughs> Shockingly long. Shockingly, yeah. Over uh, Beavis and Butthead. And last week when I was away for work, uh, Eddie and Rolando covered Obi-Wan the series. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that, I mean, really actually kind of like popcorn-y, fun, like last quarter, I would say. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was summer, right? Yes. Very summery, I feel like. This is kind of like what you expect from summer content. Uh, This one definitely delivered more than the last two years, I would Mm -hmm. say. Uh, all right, so before we get into that, there is a bit of news that I would like to discuss, and I did listen to a little bit of last week's episode. The song goes like this, guys. Let's get some news, news, oh. news, news, <laughs> yes, news. Yes, yes, yes. Eddie, Eddie almost had it. I was I like, almost oh. had it. I was trying to channel Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the news that just recently I found out, we all found out yesterday. Right. Yesterday, was, I think it leaked. Mm-hmm. I think the official that, announcement uh, comes out probably tomorrow, but yeah. The official. Well, it's pretty official because people are posting Instagram posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's like official, but like I think the official announcement, what the decision, ultimate decision is going to be, will be announced tomorrow by Warner Brothers at one of wow. their. Uh, it's either like the shareholders meeting or they're doing like a big, like you know how Disney does like the D twenty three. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Okay. All right. Well, Warner Brothers has decided after the completion of the filming and in the editing stage to shelf. A whole film. They're shelving Bad Girl, which, you know, technically mm-hmm. could have qualified for our podcast, could have united us with the Brotherhood of Batman, but it's not going to happen because mm-hmm. we're never going to see Bad Girl. It's been filmed <laughs> like literally all this money. I think it had a $90 million budget 
and they still right. are like, we're not going to release this. Yes. How bad do you think this movie is? So this is, I don't know if necessarily it's a sign that the movie was bad because the rationale makes sense here. What's the rationale? So according to insiders, the new CEO of Discovery Warner Brothers, because they just recently merged, mm-hmm. is really trying to streamline and cut the budget. He's tight- he's tightening the belts, right, for Warner Brothers because I think overall, as a studio, despite their strong IPs, they've been kind of not as successful as Disney, right? He, uh, what's it called? They just finished this film with a $90 million production budget. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't feel like it's worth investing like another $50, $60 million to market this film, right? So it's just, in the long term, it's easier for them to count this as a loss and have it as a tax deduction, in their income, in their taxes at the end of the year. Wow. Which means that they would not be able to make, they cannot turn a profit on this film. They can't release it in theaters or they can't release it on HBO Max as a result because that would also count as a way of profiting from the film. So they're taking it as a loss and saying it's not worth investing more money to market it. That also is a nice way of saying that it's not very good, right? Oh, I mean, I think it's... uh, I think it's just their way of saying it's just like instead of losing this 90 million that we also put into this film, we're just going to reap the benefits of a tax deduction. Right. So it's not so it's almost it's not like if the 90 million wasn't spent, but now at least it's 90 million deducted from their taxes. I mean, that sounds like a giant corporate tax write off if ever there was Mm. one. But that's the state of affairs in Hollywood. And I'm sure uh legalese experts have more opinion uh, you know legal tax experts which interestingly enough i had my own tax fiasco going on today uh, oh really with billing for 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 uh clients and stuff oh so, my goodness so taxes are, are complicated guys you know they yeah seriously <laughs> but well, no yeah i i think it's interesting to like just shelve a film yeah in post so publicly yeah like wow really i mean it d- definitely makes one think like gee how bad was this movie but you know what i'm personally kind of glad because i need a bad break um mm-hmm. and i kind of need there to be one bat timeline um i mean this is a personal thing i'm sure it's not the biggest deal in the world but like we got the robert pattison movie that came pretty quickly in my opinion after the closure of the christopher nolan bat timeline and then we got ben affleck in the Justice right. League one, which I would argue was much closer to the well, Nolan yeah, timeline. well, yeah, uh, Nolan, then the Justice the ba- League, right? Now we got a brand new Batman timeline, and then we're gonna have a different Batman in the Flash, and then we were gonna have Michael Keaton be Batman in Batgirl. So, this yeah. is too many Batmans. Well, Michael Keaton was also gonna be Bat- is Batman in the Flash, right? Because they've been heavily promoting that. Although I don't even know what the state of the Flash is because Ezra Miller himself has been in so much. Yeah, hot water terrorizing Hawaii. Yeah, Uh, so I don't know what Warner Brothers. I mean, look with uh, with with J.K. Rowling and uh, the the kind of I don't know if it was a bomb, but it was not a success. The the recent Harry Potter Dumbledore movie. It was not the success they were hoping. Yeah, and now with Ezra Miller and his Flash fiasco, like they're just Warner Brothers have not been having a good time. So the new CEO of Discovery, who bought up Warner Brothers, is just really trying to just. uh, steer this ship right and he's been the ceo of discovery for 18 years now so like i mean i think from what i've been hearing and reading he's trying to make interestingly enough discovery plus gonna be like their flagship not hbo max 
What? Yeah, interesting, right? Like that's a interesting way of going. But you know what? Like, but HBO Max has established itself as one of the top top streaming streaming services. services. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm aware, but you would assume it'd be why not just merge Discovery into HBO Max? But I don't know. The but I think it's it might be an ego thing because Discovery was his company that he kind of helped bring up in the past 18 years so i'm already questioning his choices but mm, you know uh, let's uh, see let's see what he does let's see what he does i'm just glad that we're gonna tune it down on the bad stuff for a bit you know, right just just a little bit okay i mean um i wasn't well. this wasn't a movie that i was necessarily like looking forward to i'm actually mm-hmm. more so looking forward to blue beetle which is another i have uh, no idea what that is so blue beetle is he's a hispanic uh, comic book character. He is wearing an alien suit. He fights crime. He's like a young teenager. I think yeah. Justice, Young Justice, had like one of the best representations of him on in, on television. And now he's getting adapted into a film. I think okay. it was originally going to be a HBO Max original, but now they boosted the budget, and now it's going to be a uh, a theatrical release. But okay. the boy from uh, the young his the young guy from. Uh, Cobra Kai is the lead. So I'm more excited for uh, that one, right? Because that's I like a movie, that, yeah. that's like a character that we have not seen before in theaters. Yeah. And really, even unless you were like watching those cartoons, you probably haven't really seen either on uh, TV. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm totally unaware of him. I'm also unaware of Black Adam, whatever. Uh, so, is that yeah. a ca- comic book character from the yeah. books? He's generally a villain. He is plays opposite Shazam. He would be like Shazam's arch nemesis. I see. So how he's getting his own film where he's an anti-hero, I don't know. But I had read somewhere, I think at Comic-Con, I think they showed a screener or something. And like, I think The Rock got booed. What Really? I think, yeah. Warner Brothers is not having a time. Seriously, like who put a hex on Warner Brothers? <laughs> Disney. <laughs> like, I think so. I think they got powerful witches working. Yeah. For them that's um, where they put all their fantastic magic into you know i guess so i mean the rock is like the biggest movie star people love him so i'm kind of shocked by that but um, yeah yeah all right well enough of superhero world news uh let's get back to the last 12 episodes that we did as a recap for this quarter of remakes reboots revivals so question what to you mm-hmm. is the biggest surprise in terms of the last 12 episodes like what what media piece was like, wow, I was not expecting to feel the way that I did about it, whether it was a good or a bad thing. What Top was like Gun. your biggest surprise? Yeah, yeah you would Top say Gun, Top Gun? Yeah, Top Gun was easily the biggest surprise. Uh, did not expect to like it going in, came out loving it, ready to watch it again in theaters. Actually, this has been the movie of the summer in the fact of me telling anyone who hasn't seen it, it's just like, yo, you want to go see this movie in theaters because uh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. I mean, I guess... By that definition, I definitely would pick Top Gun. I Part of me was like, I hope this is better than the first one because I thought the first one was okay. Yeah, the first one, I don't know why it's so memorable. Yeah, it's just, you know, <laughs> I wasn't alive in the 80s when that came out. So, you know, I I, I think that I, I probably would have liked it more if I was alive and saw it in theaters then because everyone who loves it was alive in the 80s and was like, oh, it was such a great movie experience. Mm-hmm. So seeing Top Gun Maverick in the movie theaters, I was like, yeah, this is a great movie experience part of me is wondering if i just was so surprised at how much like the movie experience was wonderful would i have felt the same way about it had i watched it on my television at home i don't know but i'm Mm. glad i didn't um i think watching in theaters is important but i think the movie Mm -hmm. is so well crafted 
that like even if I was watching it at home, I think I would have yeah. definitely still enjoyed the. the sh- I probably would have regretted it. Like it's just like oh, I wish yeah, I had seen this in theaters. But I was theaters. But I still, I think even at home, it is still worth a watch. So once I yeah. go streaming, I think it is definitely like you you watch it. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's the highest grossing film of the year, which to me is exciting that it's so far it's not a Marvel film or a Disney property. Mm-hmm. Um, that just makes me feel like we're getting back to where we used to be with movies. And Are we? It's still a, it's still a sequel. The rain, but the rain of at least the superhero craze is maybe dying down since also people are very disappointed recently in Marvel content. Yeah, um, I mean, cumulatively, I think, we're, you know. Everything that rises <laughs> must fall. So I'm excited because I'm like, yes, bring in other stuff. And again, even though Top Gun Maverick is a sequel, it's still more original than some of the other stuff that comes out. And originality has been kind of a trend this year. You know, mm-hmm. you went and saw The Northman. We just recently went and saw Nope. Everything Everywhere All at Once is one of the, is now the highest grossing independent film. Oh, uh, uh, which I plan on maybe watching it hopefully soon. Yeah. It got yeah. re-released it did that's right how exciting so mm-hmm. i'm excited for that my other big surprise would probably be elvis um i just wasn't i didn't know what to expect i was hoping it was good and i was surprised with how much it stayed with me and how much i really enjoyed it to the point yeah. where i forced okay. us to do an episode on it yeah. yeah well you didn't force us i mean we just needed some an episode to make and i was just like you, sure, i performed told, really you good inception on you uh, <laughs> yeah you were planting that seeds <laughs> no i yeah Elvis was fine. I I think Elvis kind of, but to be honest, I haven't thought about Elvis since we covered it on the podcast. Uh, it's not been necessarily a movie that I've been like. Maybe it is because I've been watching do movies. Do you think about movies a lot? Sometimes, like afterwards, sometimes. Sometimes. yeah. Sometimes. Like, so I'm still like, thinking about Nope. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, Nope is one that has stuck with me. Granted, it's only been like a week and a half, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. not that long. But I am like that's another one that I would consider watching again in theaters because. I think it was such a... I think it's my favorite... I think I said it last week. It's my favorite Jordan Peele movie so far. You did uh, not say that after we watched it the movie theater, so that's... I didn't say that in the theaters as I thought about it, uh, and I said it last week in the podcast. I think it ranks as my top favorite film that he has made. I think wow. Get Out is his next best one, mm-hmm. uh, but I think no... I don't. I think it, just the performances, I think just like the very, very... It was just like very subdued storytelling, just very, very. Yeah, yeah. It was actually very like it was a good time at the movies. It felt mm-hmm. like a blockbuster, nice summer mm-hmm. fun movie. I and mean, so it, you know, a little more scary, like a, but yeah, I don't know if it felt like that. I think it just felt like a, just a good solid film. Like I was just like it felt like good sci-fi. So that like. that's that's it. It's been a while since I've seen good original sci-fi it's also been a while since i sat down in movie theater and wasn't 100 percent sure of what i was about mm-hmm. to watch yeah. right. nowadays yeah, 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 yeah. they put it's either a remake <laughs> a reboot or mm-hmm. revival uh, a sequel or they put the entire fucking movie in the trailer they didn't do the that trailer. for nope yeah right right yeah. yeah and that was exciting i'm like why okay what's going doing? on here i don't understand why they do that just my pet peeve it's like the yeah whole, it's like you basically give the whole si- the summary of the whole movie in the previews mm-hmm. i know what to expect that's um, like that's when you know a movie they don't have faith in the movie. Well, when, when we went. To, I forgot what movie I went to see in theaters, but it was Ambulance. That trailer, LA. is the entire plot. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, this would have been interesting to see like unfold and not know. But now I know. By the end of it, it's just like, uh, okay, and you're showing me parts of the ending. I could tell this is the ending because of where we are. <laughs> I'm just like, we almost covered that too. We did maybe yes. one day. 
Maybe one day. Maybe when we uh, backtrack. All right. Biggest disappointment of mm. the last 12 episodes. Oh, that's easy. Eddie, do you know? What Do you not have one? I don't have one, but I I want to say Chippendale was my surprise. Oh, Chippendale. Nice. Okay, that would be my other surprise, surprise for sure. That's what I thought I you were I didn't yeah. realize how much I enjoyed it. Oh, I, I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And how very fun it was. And um and it had like a solid story. Yeah. It was I would watch it again actually. Yeah, no, that's a yeah, cute that, that was, was a like, cute definitely film. watch it with kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to show it to like my sister yeah. and her husband. I'm like, guys, I think you're going to like the references. I think you're going to laugh. I laughed like it's just a mm-hmm. fun movie. Yeah, Chip and Joe's is uh that's another solid film. And I was also so that was one where I was just like, oh, if I had gone to see this in the theaters, I don't think I would have been upset. Like I think I would have been like, yeah, worth yeah. it. Yeah, actually, kind of <laughs> upset know? that they didn't release it in theaters, but whatever. So yeah, uh, no, I could tell. Yeah, the biggest disappointment was uh, Firestarter. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Firestarter I wasn't expecting was that. The I think really what. What do you think was worse than Firestarter? Well, I didn't listen to your Obi Wan episode, but did you guys like Obi Wan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay, yes. never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I I brought up all the complaints that I've seen from the fanboys, but I don't mm. I don't subscribe to those complaints. I think it was. I think Obi Wan was a solid show. Yeah, you know, looking at the list right now, <clears throat> nothing was like terrible. Other Firestarter. than Firestarter. Oh, I was going to say, it's just like Firestarter was so bad. Yeah. But other than that, like, it's not like, oh, it's a tie between this and this. Like, the content's been pretty good, actually. It's been like, at least maybe we Passable. aren't expecting too much from these things. Or, yeah. Like, even you know. so, Father of the Bride, the new one, I thought was going to be like a disaster. And I kind of came out saying, just like, oh, I personally liked it a little. I think it was, I relate, I, I saw. A little bit of my culture reflected in this film. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I would definitely say to like people who, you know, I'm like to my Cuban family, I'm like, oh, you should watch Father of the Bride. I think you might enjoy, really it. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, understand why Gloria Stefan didn't sing, but yeah, seriously, right, I know. biggest disappointment, like biggest fail. Uh, <clears throat> but the, but I also think that some other things were just kind of like you know whatever. Like I. Did not agree that Jurassic Park was as fine as you guys thought. I thought it actually was really draggy and really long and really stupid. Mm. I agree with stupid, but I think it was still enjoyable. Enjoyable, and stupid. I think I genuinely, yeah, like I, I think when I came out of that panel, of pretty much popped. We were all in agreement. Like it's just like, yeah, it was dumb, but it gave us what we it gave us what we wanted in a Jurassic Park movie. So it's just That's like, oh, so, well. Yeah. It gave us what we wanted and then it did it over and over again until I was like, okay, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, feel. I understand where you're coming from. I just think it's a mass produced. It's a Hollywood Jurassic Park film. Mm. What it, it was a spectacle for sure. Uh, like, yeah. I'm which not... is one of the things Nope uh, centers on, by the way, the spectacle. Mm. Yes, we're all addicted yes. to it. So again, see Nope, guys. We haven't covered it, yes. but see Nope. I was just on pretty much pop and I discussed Nope. Oh, so, did you? Yes. Oh, look at so, that. Yeah. The other podcast that we're. What did they, uh, what's it called? What was the consensus? No, you know what? Let, let all you Tune, tune in and listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the other one for me was Lightyear. Um, but again, my big thing in that podcast was that Pixar is at a level and has established that the content that you've received from Pixar is going to be great. And when mm-hmm. they don't deliver something that is great, they merely deliver something that is good. It's a huge disappointment mm-hmm. because you work yourself up for being like, oh, this is Pixar. This is going to be wonderful. This is going to be one of the best movies of the year. So when it doesn't meet that expectation, it's always it's just bound to be a disappointment. Right. By no means is Lightyear bad, but 
it's just disappointing that it was kind of like Pixar makes great A quality. They don't make B minus. So in that respect, it was disappointing. But. I mean, you know, all tides must go down, right? Oh, what? Tides? Isn't that what you said? Like all <laughs> tides fall or something? Yeah. Uh, what goes up must come down. Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Right? That kind I of mean, shit. Disney, yeah. maybe Disney's in for their reckoning. Maybe. I don't, I mean, I, long, I, long time coming, especially Seriously. after like what they did with the don't say gay bill. So, you know, <sighs> sons of bitches. Yeah. yeah even like, though it's like, you know, I was just at Disney World. I, know, I was going to say, it's just like, how dare you? Like, how much did you give the mouse while you were over there? Like, well, I know you were so, there for work. I was but, there for like, work. How much souvenirs did you buy? And how much, I, uh, I, I bought stuffies for my baby, uh, my niece and nephew. But did like, you sneak in food? To where? To Disney World. No, I did not sneak yeah, in food. Yeah, so you gave give, giving money to that mouse. I the only thing I ended up buying was a poncho because I didn't want to get soaked. Um, I had a free pass oh, to Disney wow. World. My, my room God. in Coronado Springs was paid for. My flight was paid for. All my meals were fed to me. So <laughs> well, was, all right. If all the meals I were didn't fed really, to you, that's fine. I just had to. I had to spend the money on the getting. You, Eeyore overpaid on the poncho i bet oh what oh my god i don't even want to tell you how much i paid for that if you listen to dizzy food blog you would have known always bring a poncho that's her literal number one rule if i would have listened to the people who would have hired me they already actually had a tote bag ready for me i just was so excited to go to the parks that i didn't (laughs) grab the tote bag anyway (laughs) moving on uh all right so biggest surprise uh most disappointing what do you think deserves a second glance something that you we watched and we we covered it and you're kind of like, I don't know, maybe I should watch that again. Maybe I was kind of unfair to it or maybe I, I need to see it in a different light. Are you kind of like looking at it and being like, huh, it kind of sounds like Queer as Folk might be that for you. Yeah, because uh, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like Queer mm, as Folk yeah. for me would be that one because like now you know what to expect. Yeah. like So you could process it without being like for me, I could process some of the characters and know like I know, OK, this is how this character is. So let me just kind of enjoy the ridiculousness, mm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, of it, yeah. But I think queerest folk is, yeah. I gotta say, props to the guys from Gayish. They really uh, uh, opened my eyes here a little because I think, I mean, they're right. Like, yes, like this, uh, a lot of this content was a little bit sexually explicit, but like that was part of like their tone that they were going for. Like, there is, like, they're showing you what it's like to be queer and have a disability. They are showing you what it's like to be in a non-binary relationship where someone is non-binary, the other person is trans, and they're trying to start a family. Uh, They're showing you what it's like to be a sex worker, right? They're showing you what it's like to be... uh, They're showing you a version of trauma after a a mass shooting, which I think, again, like I think... That should have been the focus of the first season. uh, And I think, yeah, and I think that's the thing with the the thing with the show is just like, I think they drop the ball at times, but like Mm -hmm. overall, I think they... They were trying to accomplish something. And then the other thing is when you put into perspective the fact that like queer writers, uh, they were really focusing on trying to tell these queer stories yeah. themselves. Like this is like made for queer people by queer people. And we don't really get that much content like that. That yeah. is uh, brought to you by Hollywood directly, right? Not like independent. This is straight up. This is Peacock. So I think for that, I think it's worth going back to queer as folk uh and like kind of being a little less harsh i mean the truth is i mean eddie binged that show despite how <laughs> how cringeworthy it was mm-hmm. at time because i think overall i think it was a uh uh an easy watch 
But at the same time, it's just like, I think maybe it's also important for if you're a queer audience, listen, audience member to like just support other queer artists and stuff. Mm. And I think that's what you get out of this. Because I think the cast is also, if not entirely, predominantly queer, you know? Yeah. Mm. Which, okay. Well, and, and, and it was it was definitely important for me to see a, a Latino character, gay man, that wasn't um one one of the more uh prime prime characters. So not a side character, but you have more of a prime character and have like a Latino character, gay, sexually active, uh trying to figure shit out, and not the one that's kind of like on the side or the boy toy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now that you guys mentioned and I look at the list, when I look at representation of LGBTQIA, uh two of these, maybe three, have portrayals of people Wait. in our community. Maybe two of them have Latino. What are the what are the three? So Firestarter, no. no. Chippendale, no. I mean, we could argue. We could argue. <laughs> we could also argue about Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Top, Top Gun Maverick, Gun. no. Yeah. But not yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Time Traveler's Wife, not really. I mean, there was that homoerotic scene. There was one homoerotic scene, <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, otherwise, not a not a non-binary, not not a queer story. No, Jurassic Park, no. Oh, oh those dinosaurs, though. Oh, yeah, we yeah, had a drag dinosaur. queen dinosaur. <laughs> no, but it also turned out uh, the pilot. She is. She was supposed to be bi. She was supposed to be. Yes, yes. Uh, Always yeah, reduced to the secondary character. Yeah, like not yes. just a secondary character, but like where how how would we know that? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. How would we? Yeah. It's just thrown in. Oh there. wait, no, because she flirted with uh with Bryce Dallas Howard. That's what it was. Okay. Oh, I you remember the movie better than I do. Yeah. Uh, Lightyear does right, and that was actually one of the big controversies of Lightyear mm-hmm. was that there was a same sex kiss in the movie. Which when I watched the movie, I didn't even realize it happened because it was so brief and it was so integral to the story that I just was like, oh, people are kissing. I didn't think of it as a gay kiss. Right. But his best friend is a lesbian. And mm. um, and and you see her, and but again, the way that, so it's very minimal. It's not center central to the story. I've listened uh, to the Ben Shapiro clips. I'm aware. Okay, there you go. Oh, you listen. <laughs> you listened to the Ben Shapiro clips, but you didn't. Listen well, I listened to, my to the clips. I listened to the clips that criticize Ben Shapiro. So oh, like okay, play there his you clips. go. So I'm, I'm listening to people making fun of him. So Lightyear, technically, it's a pass because of the controversy. Sure. Queer as folk. The the most Ab- yeah, absolutely. absolutely it was yeah uh father of the bride it does yeah uh, we have we have some we had I, yeah i think she the sister the was sisters, is she non-binary she's non-binary is what she refers to herself i think right i think so she was definitely you know either bisexual pansexual or non-binary Maybe in that sense was, because yeah. she had that re- somewhat right, of a relationship with that maid of honor uh elvis no no there's a there's a scene of a boy watching tv that's it <laughs> uh beavis and butthead no and obi-wan no. Obi-Wan is bi. What are you talking about? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, only two. Two and a half, three maybe. Um, yeah. That's pretty disappointing. I mean, yep. I, representation has come a long way. But then when you look at the list like this, I'm like, wow, there's... Of course you're going to react that way to Queer as Folk because we just watched how many weeks in a row where there wasn't mm-hmm. that. And, and I it was live, Pride Month. Yeah, it's Pride Month. <laughs> and like, look, we, we live our lives day to day as... POCs as people of this community like seeing that reflected 
it's really important to us you know if, if you're one of those people who just like roll your eyes and is like whatever they don't have to always be it's like well when we see it it means a lot to us right yeah it does and that's where so. i think queer as folk definitely comes into play i think it's yeah like it was un unafraid of being in your face with how queer the show was and i love that uh, yeah. i love that so Okay, I love watch it. You it love again. it in theory. I love it in theory. <laughs> I, but I also, you know, I can only watch a TV show that moves a certain way. I again, I don't like television, so that's my excuse. <laughs> um, okay, I think that just about covers it. If there was anything that should have been gay, what should have been gay? Chippendales. Chippendale? Oh, not Top Gun, Maverick. Um, I mean, who are you gonna make gay? <laughs> You're not gonna make Tom Cruise's Maverick. character gay, so why not? Because we, we clearly established that he's very heterosexual. <laughs> yeah, well, he's worked really, really hard to do that. Maybe so if we, maybe Goose's son, I guess, could have been. Oh, he could have been gay. gay yeah, I guess yeah, that would be cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Did he have a love interest? I don't even remember. Not really. No, it wasn't no. important. I mean, the movie was pretty. Outside of like Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly, the movie was pretty asexual. Yeah, yeah. So, I had this idea that oh. instead of Father the Bride. To father the groom, oh. right? Where it is a Latino family, right? Like this one, uh, where you kind of have they're coming from, kind of like that's still generational uh, struggling with their son being gay mm-hmm. and Catholic Church and blah blah blah, and it's like this whole dynamic is they're planning a wedding and it's like father and son kind of have to reconcile certain things they never got to they they have to talk finally about things they never talked to when he first came out. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I so, mean that's sounds emotional. <laughs> no, but at the same time too, you have the background characters, which are always like the the cousins that always get into antics and they kinda add the comedy relief. And abuela and Thea. Yeah. Would you still try to keep it to the formula of father of the bride or would you just do away the formula entirely because there's a formula there is yes so let's see i don't know this mix it up okay a we'll nice balance up. of both of of new stuff but like callbacks to the other films yeah, yeah. yeah. that's always nice yeah all right i can see that maybe well, make it mother it. make it mother of the bride of the groom because i feel like the mother I, no yeah i really i want to see you want to see it, father 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 yeah, son yeah and and, and the whole latino relationship between father and son okay. which we all yeah. know is very tough can be mm. very tough and especially if you're a gay man why yeah. is it now that just reminds me why is it that like a lot of hispanic families end up becoming matriarchy i think they're patriarch is it the fathers the fathers die young i guess in most hispanic now, that's like a broad stroke i'm painting here but i feel like by the end families hispanic families become matriarchies no or am i making that up yeah, you guys think um, about that. Yeah, we'll think about that. I also yeah. think that, you know, a lot of us just have unfortunate things happen to our fathers, whether they, they pass away early or they abandon us, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, right. Our, our but I think, it, I think in general, Latina women are just very strong, especially yes. when it comes to keeping the family together. Like, mm-hmm. they'll fight tooth and nail to to make sure the family is together and the family is doing okay. Yeah. yeah. I you mean, know. Disney just did a film about that called Encanto. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So well, there's a, you could also see it in a TikTok video or Vine or it's been around for a while. Okay. Vine. Of an alligator coming near a woman's dog and she takes the chancla out on him. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So don't funny. mess with her. Don't mess with her. <laughs> mm, mm, uh, don't mess with the chancla. 
All right. Well, that's it, guys. I think uh, we we dished enough about the last kind of 12 episodes. We do encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. Um, And we encourage you to reach out and share your opinion on this episode, on any episode, on just whatever you feel like. Ways you can contact us. You can email us, remakesrebootsrevivals at gmail.com. We are on Instagram. Our handle is at Remakes Reboots Revivals. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at Remakes Podcast. You can find us on Facebook if you search for Remakes Reboots Revivals. You can find us on YouTube and like and subscribe our page if you do. Mm-hmm. And we are available on all podcasting platforms, as I'm sure you are aware. But if you are on Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a review and a ranking, these things really do help us out and we would kindly appreciate it. Last but not least, we have a voicemail service that we would love to collect a bunch of them and play them in an episode. So uh, what's the number for that, Rolando? The number is 862-248-2326. That's 862-248-2326. Well, I'm going to miss you guys. We will be back September. So enjoy your August. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? That's the only September song I know. Okay. What better note to end the summer with? Yes, so we will see you in (laughs) September. And uh, until next time, stay stay unoriginal. unoriginal.